You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hello, children. Hi, Dad. Oh, my God. How are you? Was your day good at school? It was. I harassed my teachers on Zoom all day and sent them messages. Oh, wow. I'm very proud of you. I'm very glad to hear that. Mark, how about you? I don't go to school, bitches. Oh, he's the problem, child. I'm too cool for school. Oh, I swear. I told all my teachers to fuck off. Oh, Jennifer. How could you? But good job. Thanks. I'm a juvenile delinquent. Oh, God. The two of them, I swear. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's hard being a mother and a father. Speaking (laughs) of juvenile delinquency. Oh. 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 What are we talking about? I have a question for you guys before we dive into our topic. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> we're all laughing. We're it's been no. a long day, guys. Okay. It's been a long fucking day. It's been a very long life, honestly. It has been <laughs> a very short life. Yeah. It's like no, I don't know. We're aging in dog years, I think. I think mm-hmm. so too. Before. I feel like I'm like ninety in dog years. <laughs> Me too. We might be like dog year spirit animals. Ooh. I don't, oh. I don't know. And we have a dog behind us, Gong. All right, what were you going to say, Mark? I apologize. Oh, no, no need for apologies here. So Okay, take it back. I think <laughs> I want to know um, a time where maybe you broke into an abandoned place or just explored an abandoned place that had a mystical calling to you. Oh. Hmm. Well, I remember... Growing up, there was this weird house, right? And I think Mark knows knows the house. So I lived in this like condo development and in the woods, like there was this like ranch style one level house Mm -hmm. and there were trees grown like all around it. Mm. And like how the fuck did somebody build this house in between all these trees? Seems like it would take a scientist or a really weird architect. But um I digress. It was there and like a few friends of mine and um, I think my niece probably who. The infamous. Yes, the infamous one that you guys still haven't heard the episode about yet. It's going to be a good one, guys. It's going to be a good one. We're going to like turn into Barbara Walters. This is going to be so fucking 2020. You have no idea. His niece killed someone. Oh my God. Jane gave away the goddamn storyline. Okay. Well, let us know if that's something you'd like to hear. Um, Write to us. Write to us. Send us smoke signals. Absolutely. A carrier pigeon. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Send Morse code. Morse code. I love Morse code. Oh my God. People don't use Morse code enough anymore. No. Um, but anyway, this house, like we decided we were going to make it like, oh, this is like abandoned. We're going to make it like our real life, like real house clubhouse. And then to our surprise, as we were doing whatever the fuck we were doing with this house that had fiberglass insulation everywhere, which I mean, I don't know if I can get in on that lawsuit now. Probably not because I was trespassing. Um, <laughs> but, 
you know, this guy ended up breaking, like he came in, he's like, what's going on here? And he was a cop. Um, and he tripped over a cinder block that was in the house. We were redecorating still. Um, so we didn't have a chance to get the cinder blocks out of the way. And so he tripped over it. And then like, we got in trouble because apparently the house was owned by the house. That was like a real house that people lived in. And it was a part of their land. And yeah, that's my story. And we got in trouble because a cop owned <laughs> this weird house that was in between trees. What do you think he was doing there where he caught you guys? I don't know. He probably was like on his lunch break or coming off of one of his shifts or something. Or he just was, you know, a typical cop who has nothing better to do and it, just, you know, has to go bother a bunch of teenagers. Yeah. A bunch of juvenile probably. delinquents. Yeah. Absolutely. I tried so hard. Listen, I wasn't as like rebellious as you. Um, but I remember, um, when I was younger, my family had a house upstate New York. Okay. Um, and the exit that we would get off at, like, it was like this long road that like went for like, (laughs) Mark, why are you looking at me and like trying, Mark just is trying to make me laugh. I'm, 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 I'm doing no such thing. Mark. But anyway, it was like a long road and like this road went for like an hour and a half nonstop. But it like over the years, it's like it became like run down. There was a lot of motels and it's just like went out of business. But the one thing I'll never forget on this like long ass road, there was always like to the right. As soon as you got off at the exit, it was an old hippie van, right? It was like this old ass, like hippie, like BM, like one of those like BMW like vans with a tree growing like out of the the van. It's very hippie dippy. It was just like very, like, I don't know. It just was a really cool, like kind of like, I felt like like a side of the road art installation. That's really cool. Right? It's um, very green. I'd imagine repurpose, recycle, Mm -hmm. get your pet spayed and neutered. Eco-friendly. Eco-friendly. Plant-based. I'm (laughs) plant-based. Me too. (laughs) I'm made out of tofu. Oh my God, that's so funny. And tempa. Oh, tempa. Oh God, I hate that noise. You know, tempa. Has anyone ever tried tempa? It really like tastes like cardboard. (laughs) Have any of you ever tried it? If you have, we let us know. Let us know. We can still be friends, but like, like, send us your favorite tempa recipe. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, where'd those people come from? I don't know. Uh, COVID. (laughs) Bizarre Buffet is filmed in front of a live studio audience, but they're all corpses. Oh, well, I mean, can I talk about like, before we get into our topic, can we just like quickly go over the fact that um, the Zodiac Killer, that some fucking people deciphered his shit? Holy shit. Yeah. And it just said something really kind of unsatisfying. Yeah. Let's share with everyone. It's like, what did it, it, it is kind of, it is kind of underwhelming. I, I was know. a little disappointed. I know. And you know what? Um, it's funny because there's, um, this awesome person. I would consider her a friend, um, who we share this liking and she comes to me at my regular, my, my regular day job. Mm-hmm. God. No, and, that's just like, that's your 
income. This is your yeah, real job. Absolutely. And you know what? I work with great people. Shout out to Angela and Jenna. Hi, Angela. Hi, Jenna. Hello. You better be listening. Yeah, you better be. Well, you Show know that little. Angela's going to tag us on Instagram. I know. She, Angela is so supportive and she always reposts things. And that's she very does. nice. She's great. She's the best. Yes. And, um, but. So I was very excited about this because I had given her a Zodiac Killer um, <laughs> postcard from the Museum of Death when Mark and oh. I went. So it was so romantic. I know it was very romantic, but um, I gave her like this postcard, and I so I sent her the link to the article, and I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know if you've seen this yet," um, but you know. It was really funny because I was just like, we both thought it was pretty underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's Do you said, think there's like more to decipher? I think there could be, but it's probably like, I like Cracker Jacks. I like apples, <laughs> like kill people, Satan, you know, something mm. like that. Isn't that how they all are though? Kind of. They're all kind of like, you expect it to be something so like, um, deep and, um, you're like, Ooh, spooky. But instead it's like, you're gonna be my Satan minion. <laughs> you're gonna... It's like uh, it's like it's like um, in the movie A Christmas Story when he like gets the dis- when he gets the little like decoder. Oh, and the message is like, be sure to drink your Ovaltine. Uh, that's pretty much the fucking message. <laughs> For years, people probably waited too. They're like, oh, oh yeah, but wait, wait, wait. Oh. So like, what is it that they deciphered? Mm, Was so- it just like a hodgepodge of letters and numbers? Like, I don't know too much about the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, so it's like a, he did like a lot of symbols and weird right. things, and, and he would like send it to like. Like news stations, the news stations and stuff. And yeah, Just watch the movie Zodiac. If yeah, you watch. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's not terrible. I mean, you could watch worse things. Robert Downey Jr. and Jake Gyllenhaal. And, it's funny because um, the two it, of them tried to marry me, and I had turned them down for Mark. Oh <sighs> God, can you imagine? Mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You were. Oh, and what's you were his right. name? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is in it, but. Yeah, like the Zodiac things were all just random, like, I don't know, symbols and shit. And the first people to ever, like, decode one of his things were, I believe they were two teachers um, in, like, the 60s or 70s, whenever it was happening. Um, And now, yeah, like, 51 years later, somebody else has, you know, broke this mystery code. And listen, I love me a good puzzle. Like, I love to, like... Mm -hmm. Like crack the case. Yes. Oh, <laughs> crack the case part two coming right now. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But uh, part of the message, like, I don't think the whole thing has been revealed yet because apparently they brought it to the FBI. Um, but like they released part of it and it was like, now, you know, I don't care if I die because now my minions will suffer on behalf of me. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Look it up. I am not, you know, a footnote people. We're not a news source for a podcast. Yeah, exactly. If you want real news, get it from real sources. And I don't mean, um, I don't know something. It's you can fun. go on parlor parlor. Is that, is, parlor? is that the Donald Trump one? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can go on Fox News. I'm kidding. Um, all right. So with that being said, Zodiac, shout out to you, girl. Yeah, girl. Wherever you are. Congratulations. You're, yeah, congrats. Somebody took 51 years for somebody to break your fucking code. So that must be something. All right. 
Mark. You want to hear my abandoned story? Yes, of course. I'm so sorry. I'm such a selfish twit. Oh, we thought, yeah, we thought you were going to just jump in and share with us this. I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent. That's okay. That's part of our show. Yeah. If you like hearing this, we had, we had some feedback recently. We had some feedback. Um, shout out to B who's listening. Hey B. Thanks for listening. Yeah. He wants to just listen to us banter. Well, listen, we can do that. We absolutely can. <laughs> I, I do that like for a living regularly. So I know. I that's what it. we like normally do on a daily basis. Our text messages. <laughs> but You're here, just... yeah. Like our text messages are this it'll pretty be, much. It'll be like, look, a neon butt plug. Yeah. I'll be like, ooh, plugarina, plugarina. Hey, plugs. What's going <laughs> plug- on, you little butt plugs? Plugasaurus Rex. Plugasaurus Wilson. We do variations oh, all we, the time. Oh, yeah. We got creative. <laughs> Put a bird on it. Put a bird on it. Put a bird on it. Okay. Put a bird on your butt plug. Okay. All right. So, All Mark, right. go Serious. ahead. Tell us about your abandoned story. Oh, I have plenty. Oh. Um, okay. So, this one time, this was like a million years ago. I like dated this guy, and he was. Ooh. Ooh. Who the fuck are you talking about? I'm just kidding. Kidding. Oh, he was such a creep. That was the one that like woke up in the middle of the night with the bagel. Oh, the sleepwalker? Yeah. Wait, I dated, wait what happened? I, I dated, <laughs> now I dated now this we get a guy. better story. I mean, like, how old was I? Like 23, maybe? Maybe. 20, I don't like know. 23, 24. I was a baby. Was but, low, um, no, I like low. dated this guy for like a hot minute and um, he was a sleepwalker. And like the one night he like, <laughs> I like woke up and he was like, where am I? I don't know where I am. And Ooh. I was just like, oh my God. And I called Mark and I was like, my God, Mark, I'm dating this guy and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> he's sleepwalking and he wants a bagel. <laughs> and he wants but, a bagel. But like, like, we'll get him the bagel. But like, you know, he knows that, you know, he knew that I liked all of that, like creepy abandoned kind of stuff. So he was like, oh, there's this abandoned factory and like you and me and like my two other friends, we should go and explore it. And I was like, oh, abandoned, cool, whatever. So it was like this huge ass factory. I can't remember where it was. It was like around New Brunswick, I think, in New Jersey. And um, we got in and it was huge and it was beautiful. And there was like these huge pipes and it was just like really fantastic to look at. So when we were exploring this place, we got to the roof and we saw a bunch of cop cars come in like full oh, speed ahead towards will, the factory. We will, we will. That's the sound effect. Yeah. And we were like, fuck the cops, we gotta go, right? So like we were, but it was like a fucking like labyrinth of like bridges and stairs and this and that to get to the bottom. And the way that we got in was there was a broken window. So we just went through the broken window because that's what logic would tell you to do. Yeah. Go through the broken window. Absolutely. So we go, we like run to the broken window and all the cops were waiting there for us. And I was like, oh shit. Okay. We're busted. Right. So they're like, were they strippers? (laughs) No, No, but (laughs) the way that the story ends, you're going to think they were. Okay. So, um, I was like, oh shit, they're they're like waiting for us. And they're like, how'd you get in there? Oh. And I was like the spokesperson because I was like clearly the only mature adult in the situation. And I was like, oh, you see this broken window? Well, we did not break it, but it was already broken and we like climbed through it. And I lied. I was like, oh, I'm a photography student. And my photography teacher told us that this is a great place to do like photo shoots. So oh. I, I lied, right? That was like my oh, cover. Oh, you filthy liar. And then like the two girls that we were with, 
I was like, oh, yeah, and, like, they're my models. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, we're taking pictures here. So, got creative. So he was like, get out. You need to, like, like, leave, right? So as we're getting out of the window, I'm the last one to exit out, and I got stuck. Oh I got stuck in the damn window. In the secret window. And the police officer had to carry me out, like, honeymoon <laughs> style. So I had my arms wrapped around him. He was him. like, listen, and little he, lady. Listen, little lady. Listen, little lady. <laughs> yeah. and you then, don't be getting into these trolls now. But, like, these, like, two chicks, they were like, oh, my great-great-great-grandfather was a cop, and my father's a cop, and my unborn child's a cop, and cop this and fucking cop that. And, like, and my little hangnail is a cop. <laughs> okay. So, like, basically, like, everyone, like, my My dog's going to be a cop. <laughs> so, my dead goldfish is a cop. The oh. so, growth on my back is a cop. <laughs> so, because, like, I guess, like, they allegedly came from, like, a police lineage they were like, oh, we're letting you off with a warning. Like, Don't come back here. Like, well, we're going to go on Ancestry.com and confirm this. Yeah. And then we're going to get back to you. Oh, could you imagine? Wouldn't that be funny if you had to wait for a report? And they were like, we're going to confirm. Yeah. I mean, wow. But of course, I was the one that got stuck in the window. Naturally. Of course. Mm-hmm. You know what? I have a flair for drama. God, you know. Drama, drama, drama. Drama, drama. Oh, coming at you from the Llama Farm. Coming at you from the Hotel of Doom. Oh, the wow. Hotel of Doom. Wow. <laughs> oh, I hope you didn't go deep. So if every, everyone listening, our topic today is the notorious Hotel of Doom. That was the hospital I was born at. Continue. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Me too. <laughs> so the hotel. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. Hotel Doom. Yes. Hotel of Doom. Um, So let's get into it. So first of all, the Hotel of Doom is, um, it's called the Rung Young Hotel. And I had to go on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. They're they're right. laughing at me because I'm terrible at like translation and. Reading. I know he's doing good. Though. No, like go we on... had to go on YouTube. We had yeah. to listen, and unfortunately, we would never be able to be on par with the correct, you know. Yeah, like it's pronounced Rung Young, mm-hmm. and it means the capital of willows. Ooh. And the Rung Young Hotel sits in the capital city of North Korea in. Pyongyang. Very Pyongyang. good. I Congratulations, think was, Mark. I know. You did good. I know. No, that good. was Pyongyang. that was like right on. Yeah, yeah it was. And <laughs> and when we get a Korean listener base, somebody will have to, hey, you know, Korea. give it, Hi Korea. You're not listening yet, but that's okay. You will. After this episode, you will. Yeah. I hope so. I hope we get like a Korean like hope spike so. in our, our yeah. listenership. Oh, we just made it to Norway. Hi Norway. Hey Norway. Hi. <laughs> Um, I wish I knew something in Norwegian, but I don't. Me neither. That's okay, but we love you. Keep listening. Well, also, yeah. hi, Canada. Oh, hi, everyone. Canada. Hi. 
Canada. This is for you, Canada. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. All right. So it sits in the capital city of North Korea, which is called Pyongyang. And it started construction in 1987. Now, what's odd about this building is that it is literally like the 63rd tallest building in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's wow. pretty it's pretty damn tall and it's 105 stories. But um the shape of it's very odd. It's uh It is very odd. Like looking at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It reminds me of that. What's that? Um, that hotel in Las Vegas. That's the pyramid. Oh, the Luxor. Oh, yeah. Mark and I stayed there and I cried. We did. I'm so and excited. Let me tell you something though. That Luxor. <laughs> no Lux. I yeah, no, no. No, it's bare bones, it honey. Was bare bones. But um, so it's shaped like a three-tier pyramid and looks like a futuristic spaceship that you would see in like a 1960s science fiction movie. Or like it really like does. A would ride in. It kind of looks like something out of like a Stanley Kubrick film. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love it. I think it's a one of the coolest pieces of architecture ever. It is a really cool, like, yeah. No, so like, I have a random question. Like, just mm-hmm. looking at it, like, I don't. I, I, I'm really bad with like countries and, um, I guess like politics, but I forget if North Korea is communist. I mean, I believe it is. I mean, if it's not under the tier of communism, it's pretty damn close. Because there's definitely some sort of like communist kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. it like yeah. very similar to the infamous TV tower in Berlin. Oh, um, good call out. Yeah, well, because that was the thing. They built that TV tower as like a like homage mm-hmm. to um communist germany like after like cold war germany oh. yeah wow well I'm... like the style of this there there's a um style of architecture which i adore and it's called brutalism and it's in brutalism is in a lot of like you know russian um cities uh maybe communisty ish mm-hmm. places you don't really have a lot of brutalism in America, but um, the style, it's normally made out of concrete and it's blocky and mm-hmm. very straightforward. And normally like the shapes are highly geometric um, and it's it's stylized, but utilitarian at the same time and not very welcoming. Now, you were saying that um, you were saying earlier, like this was considered North Korea's greatest um, achievement. Yes. Which is very interesting. And I would love to hear more about like why it was yeah. North Korea's yeah. greatest achievement. Yeah. Well, for starters, um, I, I think it's the biggest structure in North Korea. Mm-hmm. And it sits at 105 stories tall. Wow. wow. So in the, it's technically the biggest hotel in the world. And that's why it's um, North Korea's greatest achievement. And I'm putting that in like quotes. I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say it's much of an achievement, Um, but it's 4 million square feet of floor space. And why I don't want to say it's a great achievement is because the entire structure is unoccupied and it's been unfinished um, from 1987 onward. Wow. So that was the year I was born. So they were actually building it for me. 
Oh my god! Oh my, my god! Castle. Wow! <laughs> they were building it in honor of Mark. They yeah. believed it would become so his spaceship. So what? Like, so what went wrong? Like, why? Why did it never yeah. open? Well, a lot of things went wrong, um, but yeah. So it's literally it's the tallest unoccupied building in the world. And before I go into what went wrong, what's really cool in the design is that if you notice on the top of it, there's like. It looks like there's like six or eight discs mm-hmm. that sit on top of the pyramid, and they too go in a pyramid formation. Originally, they were supposed to be revolving restaurants. Oh, wow! Well, I mean, and I mean no offense to this, but um, are people allowed to do anything there? Like, are they allowed to go out and use a rotating? Well, restaurant? that's the other thing too. Like, I don't know, like. You know, there's very little that, like, people, like, non-North Koreans know about mm-hmm. North Korea, you know? Yeah, including this really cool, weird fucking building that exactly. is a paper that's a paperweight right now. Well, yeah. it's funny. So I'm going to jump ahead for a second because you guys brought up a really good point. Why a lot of people outside of Korea don't know about this Ooh, building. Oh, here. And for the longest time while it was vacant and dormant... And unfinished, it became a national eyesore. So oh. a lot of times in photos, they would literally edit the the entire building oh, out yeah. of images to hide the fact that they had this 105-story unfinished hotel. That's so funny. And I remember because Mark and I have watched, you know, there's not a lot of information out there about it, but like, you know, there's a lot of YouTube videos and they'll recycle these photos. And one is like of it in a desert landscape. When really, it's like, I mean, it looks fucking cool, but it's not in a desert landscape. It's in the middle of North Korea. So, you know. It's like in the middle of a city. Yeah. You know? That's what's like really crazy, you know? Like. It's just there. It's just there, but like, I don't think the three of us would be able to be like, hey, let's go. Let's go on holiday to North Korea. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I, I feel like it's, like, the holy grail of these, yeah. like, urban exploration mm-hmm. or abandoned Absolutely. things. But um, you asked earlier, like, what went wrong? Yes, what went yeah. wrong? What did go wrong? What's going on? Hi. Okay, so, like I said, they were, they started construction in 1987, and the deadline was to have it opened uh, by 1989. They're a little behind. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you're behind schedule. Yeah, <laughs> wow. They're a bit behind. Um, but they first things first is that they've ran into a lot of engineering problems. So mm. because of the engineering problems, they were like, okay, we're going to push the opening forward into 1992. But... In 1992, there was even more problems because they ran out of um, construction materials and lack of financial investments. And a lot Mm. of people parallel that because in 1992, that's when Russia ran out of money. And Mm. at the time, North Korea was getting a lot of funding from Russia. Oh, fucking so Christ. they had to put a pause on the hotel. They were like, listen, hey, hey, everybody. Hey, I know nobody was going to stay here anyway, but like just in case you were planning on it, you can't like definitely not. Mm-hmm. So in 1992, during that pause in construction, they literally left a crane on top of the building 
that stood there for two whole decades. Wow. And <laughs> is, it's, it, is it still there? Not anymore. The crane is gone. Where did the crane go? We need a story. It went up my butt. <laughs> oh. Got oh. oh. <laughs> this is brought to you by Upload. So um, the crane sat there for literally 20 years. Mm. And fun little fact, they it cost North Korea like the equivalent of $750 million dollars in construction which at the time reflected two percent of north korea's entire economy wow jesus god so two percent of their economy went into this building which is not really being used wow seems like a good investment rather than their own people well, that's Sounds fucking like terrible. a lot of American-based companies right now. Yeah, throw it out there. Sure does. Um, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So, planned out in 1986. The reason why they were building this hotel, there was like an ulterior motive. So, even though it's Ugh. a pyramid, it wasn't a pyramid scheme. Uh-huh. It wasn't a an, an MLM, which which are are stay are, tuned, guys. Stay fucking tuned because they're very own Jennifer. Oh, we are gonna have an Wilson. MLM day. We are gonna have MLM day, and you are gonna love every second of yeah. it. That's fucking right. The modern day cult MLM brought exactly. to you by Jen Wilson. That's right, baby. So, so basically in 1986, um, there was another hotel that was built in Singapore. And hey, Singapore, you're hey, part of our listener group. You Hi. Are. Hi, Singapore. Hi, we see you. We love you. Hello. And the hotel that was built in Singapore happened to be the tallest hotel ever built. In Good the for world you, Singapore. At that time. Um, but the, the thing was, is that it was built by a, a company that was based in South Korea. Oh, got it. Okay. Are, they are enemies of North Korea. Oh boy. And huge. it's funny cause you know, you were saying that like, you know, they were trying to outdo them and that's mm-hmm. another kind of like thing with a lot of these types of countries like North Korea. It's like, they want to be superior. They want to be mm-hmm. the best country ever and they want everything to be the best of the best so of course they're going to do something so outlandish and Mm -hmm. out there yeah totally it's like let's make it jazzy jazz hands jazzy jazzy on this skyscraper that's right hey can you see me out there so any hoodle back to back to our building so the building sat um, from 1992 to 2008 as like a huge concrete shell of this pyramid shape. And it created like this really like harsh contrast to the rest of the cityscape. Mm. And like It I, sounds like it's like an eyesore. Yeah. yeah, it was like a national eyesore. And like I said earlier, like they were kind of ashamed and embarrassed by it. They kind of wanted to like deny it existed. So... They had like limited photos of it. They would Photoshop things and just, you know. They would facetune the building. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) They'd be like, hold on. You need some work. So um, later on, in the mid to early 2000s, around like 2007, 2008. Hey, that's when I graduated high school. Oh my God. Class of 2008. Yeah. I remember you. I'm a little older. I graduated high school in 2005. Oh. But, um, wow. In like 2007, 2008, an Egyptian company, um, they were a telecommunications company, um, kind of 
they wanted to fund the completion of the building. So the first thing that they started doing in 2008 was instead of making it all concrete and like hollow, they put a glass facade on the building. So if you look at the pictures, I provided pictures from the team members so they could see. You see how, um, so originally it was like concrete and hollow and very like harsh. And then they added the facade of glass, making it look very like modern and clean and and not so depressing. Hmm. Even though I liked it better as concrete, but I also like depressions. Yeah. Dark-sided. Dark-sided. It's tainted? They don't want it. They don't want it. (laughs) Um, But then after the glass facade was added to it, Nothing else was done. It was supposed to open up now mm. in 2012. Oh. But guess what? <laughs> Let me guess. Nothing, Nothing happened. happened. Nothing happened. And Still a paperweight. When they put the glass facade on it, they didn't do shit to the inside. So the inside was completely untouched. And allegedly it looks kind of like an ancient tomb or like a hollow kind of like mausoleum catacomb thing because yeah. there's nothing to it. Very cool. So... You know, I'm just curious, like, you keep talking about, like, how it's vacant and no one's doing anything, but, like, why were there so many construction issues? (laughs) I know, they're not doing anything. God. Well, (sighs) I feel like that's an episode in itself. Well, Well, you were saying something earlier, too. I saw, we were talking about, you were saying, like, it was lit up with, like, LED lights. (laughs) So, we'll get to the the LED situations a little bit later, but the reason, one of the reasons why um, there was some issues with with the construction, because I'm a construction worker, just so you know. <laughs> like the gayest construction worker. Yeah. But um, most buildings are actually made out of steel and um, glass, which is lightweight, but sturdy enough to hold like the weight of the building. Huh. But uh, not with people in it. Hence yeah. why a lot of buildings in San Francisco are built that way, because they are earthquake friendly. Yes. Oh my God. Yes, ma'am. That's good to know. Um, However, as we all know, the Hotel of Doom is constructed out of concrete, which some of the benefits are is that it does make it fireproof. Um, And, you know, a 105-story building, you don't want it to catch on fire. Oh, God. I mean, could you imagine being in that rotating disc restaurant in... 3,020, and you're like, oh my god. There's a fire. There's How a am I going to get out? Yeah, so the, the building is fireproof, mm-hmm. ultimately, which makes it, you know, more safe. So you guys notice the shape of it. It's like three, like a three-tier pyramid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they needed to do it that way because of the concrete to distribute the weight better. So... It would have been too like heavy up on top if they didn't oh, do it. Too that top way. heavy. Too top heavy. Like me. And the thank sh- God I'm bottom heavy. <laughs> I would not want to be top heavy. God, my back hurts right now. Need some breast augmentation. I'm, I'm like mid heavy. I got a little a little pooch. Wow. So we have something for everybody yeah. here. And then <laughs> write in with your questionnaire. Who are you? Another thing about the shape is that it's designed to mimic the mountain landscape of North Korea. Oh, pretty. How? Uh, I guarantee you, though, like you go to North Korea, and I'm sure like the countryside is really stunning. 
Yeah. I'm sure it is. Like lots of mountains and... Yeah, lots of scenic areas. Yeah. I'm sure it is. And then poverty. Oh, well... And concrete buildings. And concrete. <laughs> and another another thing that happened too um, around the time when the hotel was being built is that there was a concrete apartment building in the same city that had collapsed. So a lot of people were trepidatious. They were like, oh, well, if an apartment building collapsed and it was concrete, this like 105 story <laughs> That's been being, structure yeah, been that built. might collapse. And then, like, the last thing, too, that they ran into issues with because of it being concrete was the interior utilities. So that's things like electricity, ventilation, water lines, because all of that needs to be planned ahead of, like, ahead of time. (laughs) Which they were like, don't worry, we'll get to it later. So I guess, like, with utilities, if you are in a concrete structure, you are fucked. You are, absolutely. Yep. Wow. But moving forward, so Jen, like you mentioned with like the LED lights and everything, like we're like, okay, well, where did that come from? So later on, um, the the hotel, after they got the glass facade, it was like more beautiful on the outside, but hollow on the inside. Oh, like me. Like all of us. Like our souls. <laughs> Hi. And um, it became like a new treasure to the country because they were like, oh, look at this beautiful building that sits in our city. And <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of countries like this, like structure, architecture like this is like considered like a present to their country. Yeah. It's like a gift. Wow. Well, I mean, out of curiosity, oh, they kept the receipt. I know. Well, I was going to say, if I were the if I were the accountant for the Hotel of Doom, I'd be like, okay, Hotel of Doomers, people, board of committees, whatever. Um, we've already invested seven hundred and fifty million stolen dollars, or um, I'm not sure their currency name. Please forgive me. Um, but like this glass issue now. How much have we spent on the glass on top of this? Because I really don't see a return anytime soon. But, you know, that's just me being boring. Boring old dad. Yeah, I don't know because, like, that Egyptian um, telecommunications place, they're the ones that funded it. They footed the bill. But then nothing came of it. So, like, they they, pulled out. Wow. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they still own it, the telephone company. Well, I think they have an antenna on top of the Hotel of Doom. Okay. But um, in 2018, which is in recent times, one night the building just like lit up with all these LEDs and the building had like a huge LED light show. It it had a a rave. It was like a rave in North Korea. I don't know how that would go, but um, very somber. I don't think music is allowed, but um, or it's if it is, it's controlled. It's controlled music. But um, oh God, I hope like I don't get hate mail. We're not going to get hate mail. God, if we haven't gotten hate mail yet, this might be the one. I make enemies everywhere I go. Sorry, I think we all make. I think all three of us, the three of us, we have like. We're gifted that way. We're very gifted. Yeah, Bizarre Buffet is really (laughs) gifted at making people hate us. (laughs) So like in 2018, one night, it just like lit up with all these LEDs. It was kind of like a Las Vegas, Atlantic City, like light show that they have on the Razzle, dazzle. And everyone was razzled and dazzled and mystified because it kind of came out of nowhere. And with the LED light show, it they had a lot of like, you know, these like short videos that was kind of like North Korea propaganda. Mm. So and they still do it till this day. 
So that's kind of like where it sits now. It's still empty inside, but it's a really cool movie screen. But it's yeah, it's like a projection screen mm. on this amazing building. I think the building is so fantastic. It really is. I mean, like, it's, I'm obsessed. It's a really like extraordinary structure and it's a very interesting story for me like if if i could go to like any of these like places that are abandoned this would mm -hmm. be the top of my my list and the inside there's not a lot of pictures but it kind of looks like a hollowed out like 1980s shopping mall yeah made out of concrete which is very it's North Korea madness it's North Korea it's Kim Jong Un madness, madness. Sale and, at the nothing's on sale, and that concludes the Rung Young Hotel of Doom. Wow, I like that. I like that a lot too. You. you know, I went into this not knowing anything about this. Mark just like texted me and was like, "Hey, look at this skyscraper. This is what we're doing for our next episode." Okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. I was like, All right, great. Cool. Yeah, I was like, All right, cool. Thank you. See, I love coming into these sometimes not knowing a lot because like yeah. I I learned something too. Absolutely. I mean, you learned about. Um, this in the last episode, you learned about Phil Spector's illustrious wig collection. Yes, I did. Yeah, which Phil Spector wig are you? We're gonna put a survey <laughs> up. We should. Uh, we should go on BuzzFeed or like request that BuzzFeed does like one of those like quizzes. Which Phil Spector <laughs> wig are you? BuzzFeed, get on it. I like that. Which level of the Rung Young Hotel yes. are you? <laughs> I would be the non-rotating rotating disc. I would probably be the original concrete. Oh, just like my soul. I love that. I'd yeah. be in the basement because I'm a big old bottom. Oh. 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 oh my god, we're just so crazy. I'm so glad you guys did this with me because this is a topic I am so passionate about. I know. And I, know I it's are. very cathartic. I know. And I think we did nice. Yeah. I think I think we I made think it we did nice. nice. I don't think we're gonna get any hate mail. No. I like don't... I said, this is episode eighteen and we haven't gotten any hate I mail know. yet. I know. So we haven't we haven't gotten any yet. Well if you wanted to send us hate mm. mail, where can you find us? Well, well Jen. You can find us on Instagram at Bizarre Buffet. That's correct. And um, you can also find us on Facebook at Bizarre Buffet. That's right. We are on social media. And um, if you'd be so kind and um, subscribe to our podcast. And also, if you would like to um, sit down with us, um, we'd be willing to have you sit on our laps and we can talk more. And if exactly. you have any ideas for topics or yeah. strange stories or people, we are very open-minded. Absolutely. Want, what do you want to hear about? You know, we'll yeah, tell, tell you. Tell us. Remember, I still have a bunch of things on Facebook Marketplace that I'm looking to <laughs> autograph right. and send to one of you lucky I, listeners. I know. I, that would be amazing. And Jen really has a lot of great stories, too, about um, her Facebook Marketplace experiences. So, yeah, I mean, write to us. Let us know. And you can get a Funko autographed by Jen Wilson. Um, yeah, I have um, a couple of Fraggles from Fraggle Rock. I have right. Jim Henson, and I have a couple of Stranger Things. Oh, so hi. I have anybody listening needs one of those, and you're also a fan. You would be what they call in luck, people. In good luck. 
Um, is there anything else we should add here? No, but thank you so much for listening to episode 18 of Bizarre thank Buffet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm Mark Bluestein. And I'm Jennifer Wilson. And I'm Mark. <laughs> I guess that would Toriello. leave Mark Toriello is the only one left. <laughs> but goodbye, everybody. God Bye. bless. Take care.